should probably do reintroductions. Awesome. We are back to the Ragged Coast adventure, which in the moment is actually nowhere near the coast. It's at Woodwall um, in the middle of, well, between two lakes. So no longer close to a coast, but maybe be between coast. Um, and we are up in Telenel's abandoned peak just a little bit north of Woodwall. Uh, we're gonna go around, um, introduce the players, and then Andy will read our recap and we will launch into things. Um, I'll start with intros. I'm Carl and I'm DMing and I'll pass it on over to Kevin. Hi everyone, my name's Kevin. I'll be playing Theraval Fantastical, a level four arcane tr uh, trickster who's a la an Eladrin. Um, with an ice method um, uh, uh, familiar. Uh, we, uh, and I'm out for uh, blood and uh, treasure uh, today. Um, I'll also be playing uh, for Janaysha, I'll get in a little, uh, a little late um, for Claren, uh, sorry, uh, Claren Steelcloven, a level two fighter, level two druid uh, human who's lawful good and uh, ready to beat, uh, bring the beat down today. And with yeah. that, let me throw it over to Nate. Hi, I'm Nate. Uh, I am playing a fourth level bard who is a dragonborn named Mechalashantor, who also goes by Mick. And uh, Mick has lost his magic sword and his loot that helps him do spells. So he is also somewhat angry and out for revenge. Oh, Ked was not that bad. He only took most of your valuable stuff. And I'll throw it over to Andy. Hello, everyone. My name is Andy, and I'm playing Fence the Monk. He's a Wood Elf Monk, Way of Mercy, level four. And uh, he has been enjoying tussling with goblins and kobolds as of late and is eager to move on to level five at which point he will have his uh second attack and i'll throw it over to dj i'm dj and i am playing crenshaw jones the fourth level human astral sorcerer who is not out for blood but he does want to make the guilty pay Excellent. Um, and we have, let's see, we already got our introductions to Claren and to Fitz, your friendly ice method. Um, so why don't we turn it over to Andy for the recap from last time. Recap, where's Ged gone? From the 11th of August, 2021. Fence. Theraval and Fitz pursue the fleeing goblin captain into Telenel's library and find that the goblin is engaged in combat with a kobold at the top of the circular cast iron staircase. The goblin captain is slain by the party and the kobold tries to retreat downstairs. The kobold dies on the stairwell, but as Theraval and Fitz rapidly move down the stairs, they sight a dozen other kobolds in a straw and debris filled room. 
One of the kobolds has a large reptile skin shield and a dangerous looking spear staff. Before all hell breaks loose, Mick catches a few phrases of a kobold's bastardized version of Draconic. The one that he most notices is, where has that effing gnome gone? Theraval ends up being attacked by almost all the kobolds, but is extremely lucky and dexterous and is only hit for minor damage. Claren, Crenshaw, Mick, and Fence join the fray. While the party takes some damage, the kobolds are routed. They flee. Crenshaw, who has remained on the second floor, firing spells over the stairwell, runs to the breezeway over the stream and waits for the kobold sorcerer to exit the keep. Fence pursues the kobold sorcerer and is able to witness Crenshaw's sharpshooting spellcasting. It is indeed death from above as the nasty lizard dog is hit with a fatal eldritch blast. So perhaps Ged the Gone was here, but where? The party's attention now turns to the apparently empty keep, although there is also a large red shield and a spear staff that someone might be interested in. Excellent. Well, that's a perfect segue to Fence, who is standing on the threshold of Helenel's keep, looking out at the now dead body of a kobold, as like the, the smoke from the Eldritch Blast, like drifting up from his body. And next to him is large, the large shield and the um, spear staff that he was using to fight with. So I think we'll, we're not, we're not in initiative order. I have a little bit of a sense. We'll just sort of go around by the map in terms of where characters are located, but you know, you all can tell me what you want to do. I think we'll start with, um, with Fence and then Mick. Right. So I definitely want to uh, check out this spear uh, as a monk, I'm not allowed to use shields, and maybe another of you would be interested in this. But I'm uh, curious to know if this spear is magic or what it's about. From what I remember, there was uh, something else tied to it, perhaps a dagger, and that might have been uh, the, the spell focus of this uh, cobalt sorcerer who we just dispatched. Okay, yeah, uh, on, on roll 20, you want to move move your token down towards him. You can approach and you want to check out the um, the spear staff first? Yes. Okay, um, yeah, so you you pick up the, the spear staff by the, the hilt and it's got like a really nice balance to it. Like as, as a monk, you're used to staffs and like you pick this up and the heft the balance of it for a kobold weapon it is exceptional um certainly not of kobold manufacture um the end is interesting with the um the end that has the the spear point on it it appears that the spear tip may have been a dagger blade at some point that's been twined on, um, it looks like actually with um, like perhaps copper wire and then there's another couple of um, 
threads, ropes that are also wrapped around that are holding the blade or the spear tip in place on the end of this staff. Interesting. Um, am I able to tell? So obviously, um, I'm a spear uh, wielder myself. Um, am I able to tell that this is of better quality than the standard non-magical spear that I've been using for the last four levels, either in terms of uh, its workmanship or what I anticipate would be uh, the damage that it could do? Um, yeah, it, it is certainly a better, it, I suppose two things that you note about it. Um, one, as a spear, it certainly feels of higher quality than the standard one that you've been using. You can't tell for sure if it's magical or not without a detect magic, but just the craftsmanship is really, really nice on it. The other thing that you notice is it appears like the shaft of it could operate equally as a staff as well as a spear with this thing that's tied onto the end of it. Okay, uh, good. That is that is good to know. And then with regard to damage, I don't know if it's magical, but would I assume that it would do um, about the same either D6 or D8 that the spear that I had before would do? Yeah, yes, it's or still that. the same as that. If you wanna write things down just in terms of mechanics, um, and maybe I'm just giving things away, but that's okay here. So it would be, it's a plus one, it's at least a plus one spear and there may be other things over time that you notice about it. Excellent. Uh, and right, I, assuming and I, and I, I, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Andy, you should write it down as a spear staff because it can, you know, be thrown as a spear, used as a spear, but it also has the qualities of a staff. Excellent. All right, I'm going to write that down and add it to my inventory. I don't think we have any other spear users in the party, so uh, I think there'll be no objection from my my colleagues. Thank you. Awesome. Should we slide over to Mix since you're sort of the next closest person? Unmuting here. Okay. Uh, yes, Mick is is up here by this entryway, but I think we'd like to check with the others before we do that. So um, Mick needs to also probably retrieve a few arrows or uh, corals that are in uh, these bad guys. So he will move back towards the rest of the party and will determine which door uh, we want to go through and in order to do the continued exploring of this area. Okay, so yeah, and out of the arrows that you shot, you're allowed to retrieve half of them. So okay. if you... Okay, I think I, I think I shot four, so I've probably got two. Yeah, so just subtract two off your total. Generally, okay. fifth edition, the rules are half the ammo that you fire is broken or lost, and the other half, if you have time, you can retrieve it. Got it. Awesome. Okay, so Mick, Mick walks back into not the, the hay, hay lofty type of room or the sleeping yeah. room, but actually as you walk back into this room, um, you all ran through it very quickly. Let me give you a description because up on that Eastern wall is something that sort of looks like um, a throne, I guess. And I mean, not super royal throne, but 
you and Claren and Theraval and Fitz probably deserve a description of the room now that that combat has has stopped. So this large open area probably used to be some sort of main hall, sitting room, or entertainment area. Six stone pillars support the high ceiling and torch scones are mounted on the central facing side of each such pillar. The chamber has been converted into a crude throne room for the kobold chief. Small boxes form rudimentary stairs up to the dias against the back wall, itself comprised of a pair of old desks. A ratty looking high back chair sits atop the desk as a throne. Several shabby banners whose fabric appears to have been torn from tapestries that still hung on the walls dangle from pieces of scrap wood erect, erected in a semicircle around the ad hoc seat of power. So Mick, Claren, Theraval, um, anything you all would like to do? Well, can I do a perception check of the uh, throne area? Sure. And see what's, what's going on over there. I'd also like to throw around some of the boxes to assist yeah. with that. Okay. Cool. Oh, and also, just least we forget, Theraval, yeah. um, you and Fitz had followed a retreating kobold up to that door in the north. That, that that's right. I think Claren would uh, implore everyone to you know regroup and wait here, and Theraval would reckless, recklessly destroy the room and burst into the next one as soon. But maybe we'll, we'll, we'll command Fitz to keep watch of the, of the door for now and uh, okay. check out the throne. Okay, so yeah, go ahead and move Saraval over by Mick. So Mick is beginning to like investigate the remains of the desk and he's like, yeah, I mean, they're like broken quills, spilled ink, torn parchment, and he's just starting to look at them and Theraval comes over there and starts ripping through stuff and things are flying. Uh, there's a few sheets of paper, some drawers with uh, maybe notations. Mick, you're like, what was that note? And Theraval is throwing the stuff around. Um, and yeah, that's where you are. Oh, well, well, finding nothing, I might say, all right, come on, let's go get the rest of those kobolds. They went north. I'm watching them. I'm watching them. I'm right at the door watching them. Is Fitz, of course. Well, yeah, I, I, uh, I saw what Andy said here, but I agree. I think we should look closer at the written material before we take off. Um, and all right. I, I think Claren would agree with me. Um, I think so. Yeah, so Mick, your Claren is like, whoa, wait, guys. Um, Theraval and Fitz are both now at the door, ready to open it, ready to go get the kobolds who had fled. Um, Mick, you're searching around in like the bits of paper and stuff that, I mean, it was a mess beforehand. And now that Theraval scattered things, it's more so. But there's one sheet of paper that you notice that catches your eye and it's actually it's one and then you're like oh there's another one under it and it's it's like drawings and notations that seem to depict 
some a metal framed crystalline structure. It's sort of oblong in shape. And there are weird like technical note specifications of some sort that seem to go alongside of it. And it's about four, it's like four and a half pages like you're able to gather from the stuff that's been strewn around. And you're like- Pocket it. Yeah, Go pocket ahead. it and keep it. I'll pocket it and keep it for sure. We may not have time to study it right now, but. Yeah, I'm gonna move, Claren is, I mean, Claren's like, there, there are kobolds up here, but yeah, you should definitely keep that. And so she moves back a little ways. Let's go up onto the, the second floor here, just, you know, to keep everybody in the same timeline. And we have Crenshaw upstairs, who was in, in the breezeway from which he's, and I, DJ, I may be wrong uh, when I was writing that summary about the Eldritch Blast being the killing blow. I could not remember. Mm -hmm. It was. That was it. All right. Yeah, I Great remember play. that too. Um, <clears throat> all right. The goblins are still asleep. Um, and Claren had tied them up. Yeah, I do think that's right. We've got, if you, we look closely, yep, all of them have the little nifty net icon and the sleepy snail icon on them. Okay. So, yep, snoozing away and tied up with, with vines, I think, or rope. Great. I'm going to go over to here. Okay. And I'm going to... very quietly I'm going to do two things <clears throat> I'm going to first use minor illusion to cast an illusion of the door in front of me okay onto the door in front of me gotcha and then I'm going to quietly open the door in front of me Ah, and so the, the illusion is, is a double-sided. Exactly. So, so that the illusion looks like the, what I imagine the other side of this door probably looks like. Ah, but the okay. door is staying closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And having to structure it, you know, based on what looks like on this side. Right. Um, it pulls out towards you, um, hinged on the, the right-hand side. Okay. And you're, you're pleased to note that you're... Actually, um, give me a roll of a 20-sided dice here. Sure. Fourteen. Okay. Yeah, so you're relatively pleased, perhaps a little bit like, oh, no, that wasn't perfect, but it's a pretty damn good match from having to imagine what the door on the other side would look like. There's perhaps one sort of gash down the other side, like someone had thrown some sort of weapon at it. It had cleaved down the side of it that you hadn't noticed. But, you know, overall, it looks pretty good. Um, the room behind it looks like a, um, a bed chamber, 
there is a bed in the northeast corner of the room, like a single bed. Mm -hmm. And the walls of the room are mostly lined with bookshelves. There is a small dresser desk right on the right-hand side of, or to the right-hand side of the door, right? Pointer, right there. So bed up here in the Northeast, small desk there and bookshelves lining the walls. Most of the bookshelves, um, the books have been knocked down from, um, they're sort of scattered along the foot of, of where the bookshelves are. Okay, and there's no people in here? There are no people, there are no kobolds. Um, it appears to be a bedchamber that has been ransacked. Okay, nothing in there but a mimic. So I'm going to shut that door very quietly. <clears throat> um, actually, no. I'm going to, without waking him, take this kobold, because they only wake up if you do damage to them, right? And that's uh, the... So that's the, the, yes. Uh, actually, so sleep only lasts um, one minute. Mm -hmm. So that is six rounds. Am I right about that? I'm going to check really quick. So these these goblins, not kobolds, may be getting close to waking up. <clears throat> and I will let you know the proximity of that in two seconds. I'm always surprised how fast sleep dissipates in, in fifth edition. Uh, yeah, so its duration is one minute. Um, so six, that would be, well, 10, 10 rounds. So, you know, it's, it's, they're, they are still asleep at the moment, but having been around people who cast sleep spells before, <laughs> it will be wearing off soonish. Well, in that case, I'm definitely taking this one putting him in here and locking the door shut behind him. Okay, and I don't think you need to click um, or press okay. down with your pointer so I know which one. This one? Why am I not seeing it? Yeah, I don't know if that, if that worked. Yeah, it's like, see, there you go. That one? Yeah, that one. All right. Okay. Just tossing him in by the door or tossing him back by the bed or the desk? Um, speed is more important than placement because I only have a couple rounds to do this. Um, I want to get him in there and then um, pick the door lock shut behind him. Okay. Um, I don't think that I, I have not thieves tools, but an investigator's kit. I need to get myself some thieves tools. Yeah, the this door um, used to clearly had a lock on it at some point in time. It has been not only picked, but rather broken um, eons ago. Okay, 
that I'm not even going to try that. I'm just going to pull a um, <clears throat> in my explorers pack. I always carry a shim, like a single wood shim. Yeah. And I'm just going to shove that under the door. Excellent. Uh, yeah. Uh, I only yeah. have the one, but that's okay. So that's okay. one goblin. Um, and then in the time that I have left, so my next round is going to be spent getting this goblin, putting him in here. Oh, you got to give me the click again. This one. This guy? Yes. Okay. And going into the library. Bloop. Okay. And if there's time, I want to try and separate these two as well on the other side of this breezeway door. Um, yeah, give me a let's call it a dexterity check for speed. So you're you're hustling along here. Um, yeah, so you get back to this guy, and it is definitely wakey-wakey with an eight. Um, like these two goblins, they're like, actually the one that you go to move, you're about ready to roll him along, I guess, through the breezeway, and his little eyes pop open. Um, his hands are still tied behind his back, but he's like, hey, 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 what are you doing? Huh? In, uh, in Goblin or Common? I, the way I just said it. So I guess that's Common. Okay. <clears throat> and so Crenshaw will just not get too close to the Goblin's face because they bite. Um, <clears throat> but Crenshaw will lean over and say, shh. What happens ah. next will tell us if you end up like all the kobolds and all the other goblins, or if you walk away. Uh. And I'm going to roll an intimidate check. Okay. Yep. Give me, give me the roll. Oh, that is terrible, man. Yeah. This is, this is good. That's only a six. Yeah. 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 His reaction. Yeah. 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 Is the other yeah, one awake? I assume that if this one's he, awake. He actually now nudges the one next to him. Hey, Charlie, get this now they're they're in goblin at this point and he actually is beginning to launch into sort of a conversation with the other goblin and the other one's going um yeah they're clearly okay. responding to your intimidating too great then i'm going to take this one First, was that the one who's mocking you or the one that's laughing at the mockery? Uh, the one that's the one that's mocking. Okay. And I'm going to drag him 
to, I can't even pick myself up. I'm going to drag him to the breezeway. Hey, hey, hey. And I'm going hey, to dude, throw hey, him off the hey, breezeway. Hey, hey, no, <laughs> hey, no, hey. Uh, and on the way down, I'm going to hit him with an Eldritch Blast. <laughs> hey, no, it's water. Uh, roll for the Eldritch Blast. Hey, whoa! I sort of hope you get a two on the Eldritch Blast. <laughs> uh, I got a seven. Yeah. He hits the, he's like, yeah, yeah. Ah! He hits the water. It's like, you see him bobbing and he starts bobbing like this direction under the breezeway, floating away. And his little head is up and he's like, I, I, I can't swim, but I can dog it battle, dude. And he's like floating away down the river. You missed. And I'm gonna go back into the other room. Um, oh, just add, to keep the whole context, Remember, um, fence, you're out here at about this point. You see where I'm clicking down on the first floor. So you see a goblin fly out the window and you hear this exchange as the goblin is floating in um, his goblinish common, um, taunting your comrade. And then I want to go back to the other goblin. He's quiet. He's really quiet. And I am going to um, <clears throat> make another intimidate check. Oh, he, he's got great big eyes. And he's maybe, just maybe with advantage. He's just blinking. Yeah, roll with advantage. His, his eyes. He's probably blinking. intimidated regardless, but yeah. Wow, I'm rolling some <laughs> garbage today. I'm enjoying these rolls. His eyes are intimidating. That's, He's pretty it's, worried. It's at least a 12. Well, yeah, and, and, and he does have a tear coming down. You're not 100% sure if these are like, well, I'd say crocodile tears, but let's say goblin tears. Sure. If these are genuine goblin tears or if he's just been blinking a lot and is faking it, like you're looking really mean, but your confidence in your intimidation, you know, is a little bit shot at this point. All right. And this is where I find out if he speaks common. So uh, Crenshaw will say, <clears throat> now, as the only goblin left alive, do you want to survive today or not? And then Crenshaw will repeat the question in Dwarven. Um, so the eyes, like the and the big eyes, were all sort of the same. But when you went, give me a perception check. Mm -hmm. Do I have to roll dice for it? Because I'm not yeah. feeling great about that. I, 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 Let's... You know. 
I can't even blame my dice. It's all digital, baby. I blame the algorithm. Uh, let's see. Ouch. Even that's better. A, that's a five. Yeah. Um, Give me a second. I have to stick my computer in the microwave <laughs> to punish it. Um, yeah, you say it in Dwarvish and You're not sure if he understood common or dwarvish. It's okay. sort of mumbling. You're definitely making a pitch to him, but he's talking. So let's, in terms of time stuff, Oof. let's go back down to the first floor and we'll head on over probably to um, Fence, who's acquired at least a spear staff and i don't know if you want to i'm going to pick up the shield i forget who in our party is a shield user perhaps our druid fighter uh could use the the shield which um uh you know even though i'm a fence i don't know precisely what this shield will be worth but i'm you know curious to know uh, whether it has magical properties. These are things that we can uh, also determine with more confidence once we have the whole team together. But I grab the shield um, and I go back into uh, the building. Uh, and then my friends are in the... Uh, so we know there's a, a doorway to the north there that we have not gone through. Right, and I think Nick actually headed back to the, the throne room um, without even peeking into that room. So there is a closed door in that entrance room and now you, if Fence heads all the way back. That's what I do. So I say, uh, I've found myself a spear and I bet Claren uh, could use this uh, shield if it's to her liking. Uh, I also say that, sorry to interrupt, I also say I think we should get um, the whole team back together and uh, keep exploring the parts of this keep that we haven't yet explored. Um, yeah, so Claren, so Janae, welcome. Um, Claren, the, um, the shield that Fence hands you is, it's a red shield um, it's made out of what appears to be like one large dragon scale, exactly how a kobold came by a dragon scale shield, you don't know. There's little bits of like metal um, attached around it and like in the center is, you know how like on those Viking shields you have a, a piece of metal, so there's something that obviously goes through the shield are through the, the dragon scale in the front, and then you can use the straps to, to wrap it around your arm. But um, yeah, it has sort of an impressive feel to it. Great. I'll take some found, found treasure, probably come in handy. Thanks. Hey, you guys want to put those things to some use? Test them out? Yeah, I do. I'm going to cast Mage Hand and then open the door. <laughs> awesome. Um, also, you may see behind me a little bit. We have Hannah is crashing the the D and D game today. 
Although we're we're over on this camera today because oh. we had oh. an immediate weird technical glitch oh, as no. we were connecting. So. I don't know. It's weird not to look at that camera. At that I, I camera. keep looking at this camera and everything. Because everyone's, everyone's like, face is on that computer. They can't even see what computer I'm gesturing to, though, because because they can't. <laughs> but see, the nice thing about Hannah ruining this is she's the one who's going to fix anything yeah. for the podcast. I'm editing so. it in post. So. Oh, wow. Nice, Hannah. Nice she show. hasn't done any of this campaign, only the Not other yet. one. So, yeah, yeah, so you I guys gotta, are next. I got to get on it. I'm on episode four of the other one and episode zero of this one so far. But I'm excited to hear you guys play because it sounds I mean, it sounded like fun tonight. So have fun. Cool. I will Thank you. Hear you guys later. See you later, Hannah. All right. Out she goes. Um, oh, yeah. Evan's I, here too. He may be crashing in in just a second to say hi to Kevin and Janae. Cool. Or maybe not. I don't know. I, I, either way, our hearts will be warmed. Okay. You know, but if they won't be cold either, otherwise. Right. I, we, we'll know in a second if the door behind me opens. <laughs> I agree about opening the door because um, although we have uh, mocked and injured one goblin, we have not um, killed anything yet today. And we all need to uh, gain some more experience points other than through the excellent treasure we've been collecting. Um, yeah, so Theraval has opened the door and there is a room with a goblin, a goblin, a kobold cowering in the corner. Don't let it fool you. They're just kobold tears or goblin tears, if we're calling them. And I'm gonna take out my dagger and go to it. Do you guys want um, to knock your spear or make shields? Yeah, so the, the door that you opened is old and well-worn, perhaps original to the structure. It's seen some fire damage, but has received some shoddy, if effective, repair. Um, and when you open it, um, this room appears to be, oh, hold on, it's a different room. I'm lying, but that's what the door looks like. Is there anything else in this room other than the cowering kobold? Um, well, there was going to be something, but I was in the wrong space. Um, no. Oh. Um, yeah, so, oh, that's pretty easy. Um, this is actually a storage area. Um, and it seems that there are, you know what, I'm wrong. Sorry, the, the map that I'm on now is, I'm trying to remember numbers from the last time I looked at this and I'm giving you different descriptions. Um, okay, yeah, so the room that you just went in, the door description was absolutely right. This room appears to be a kitchen and a dining area, or at least what's left of it. There's a fire going in a large circular pit in the corner. That's sort of where the kobold is hiding behind. Um, 
but the rest of the room is a mess. Pots and pans are strewn carelessly across the floor, some still containing remnants of the last month's dinner. Stripped down carcasses are piled in the corner. A few filthy tables and chairs are askew or overturned on stone tiles beneath your feet. All in all, the kitchen does, not, does, does anything but appear to make you hungry. I wonder if, uh if this would be a good time to uh, question this kobold. I, for one, would like to know about the, uh, the gnome that we heard about in conversation. And I would like to know if this little guy knows the location of, uh, is his name Jed? Is his name Ned? The- um, Jed. Jed the gone. Yeah, the we need to, to catch Ged. And I'd like to know if this uh, kobold, um, and and because of the draconic connection, I uh, nominate Mick to step forward and and chat with this guy. Also, he's got a high charisma score, and that could come in handy here. So Theraval, let's go. We're not necessary. Um, I'm just thinking in order of reaction. Theraval and Fitz have opened the door. You see this messed up, disgusting kitchen. The kobold is standing. There's like the circular fire pit he's like up in the corner of the room legs sort of on the other side of the fire pit his little arms are up and he's he's got you know big gobbled eyes and he's like Theraval and Fitz you're first there but I also hear that perhaps Mick is coming up from behind I, I just want to block the doorway and like play with my like brandish my dagger a little bit to try and like intimidate and block the block the way for the um the kobold leaving. Okay, yeah, he uh, give me an intimidation roll since thing since uh, roll twenty has been going so well for us. <laughs> okay, yeah, sorry. In, uh, Charisma is not my strong suit. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Very nice. A seven. Um, you know, the kobold was looking sort of scared, but as you start brandishing your weapon, like there's a little glint in his eye, like, yeah, I, I could probably take this guy. Um, he does not immediately react, but Theraval, you're getting the feeling like, you know, that the... the um, Indiana Jones, the guy who goes, you know, with the sword and everything before Indiana Jones pulls out the gun and shoots him. I'm just gonna say, yes. better get get to him before I do. I'm I'm a little. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I can I act now after his? Yeah, Theraval okay. grudgingly allows you to enter into the room. Um. The kobold is actually going to run at Mick, given that seven on intimidation. He's decided oh! he's going to go for it. Sure. Um, that is a 16 plus four. What? So that is a 20 from the little bugger. He's pulled out a knife, and you know, he was not intimidated. And sinks that dagger into Mick. Um, that's five points of damage, I'm afraid. All right. Okay, I am down to eight. 
Yikes. Um, Mick, your turn. Well, I have no choice but to respond. And, um, but I also kind of want to question this guy and not completely kill him. So, um, can I, can I deliver a strike and, uh, roll intimidation? Or is that, um, are those mutually exclusive things? Sure. Uh, no, I hear like an intimidating strike. And if you want, you can do subduing damage mm -hmm. rather than fatal damage. So you could strike him. What are you using? I, what's, what's your weapon? Well, my weapon right now, I have an unarmed strike with a plus four hit um, in a bludgeoning type. Uh, I'm just going to headbutt this little Oh, okay. As hard yeah. as I can. Okay. Uh, which, so if I do that, or what, I'm rolling a 20. Yep, 20 and modified by, by strength. And the unarmed strike, I'm guessing, is Dragonborn. Correct. Yeah. And that's a 21. Oh, yeah, you boom, headbutt straight into him. Okay, and then that's a 1d4, is that right? So, yeah. Plus strength, yeah. Oh, plus strength. So I got I got four plus two there. So it's a six. A six. Um, yeah, you headbutt him and he is unconscious. Damn. Okay. Good job. All right. We don't get to ask him any questions. Uh, but I'd say maybe uh, somebody tie this guy up when he comes to. We're gonna we're gonna grill him. I'll tie I'll tie up the kabold with some rope. Okay. Yep. I, I'm not xing him dead. I'm putting him with the with the backache icon. So he is boom, like straight back on the ground. The back of his head hits the ground. He's got like a large bump here and a large bump at the back, but he is knocked out for a goodly while. Um, okay. Any other searching? Claren, did you want to um, look at the drawings that Mick had found, or Mick, I guess you've still got them on I, you. Yeah, I can share those. Also, I, I think I probably should ask Theraval if he's always wanted a pet Kabul. No, they're kind of dirty. Okay. <laughs> they're dirty and stinky. You wouldn't want one of them, except, well, maybe like in the sideshow or something. We could get a little cage for him, like maybe this crate over here. And he's pointing at like, uh, like one of the pots that's over there. He's like, you could probably fit him in that. We could put the lid on the top of it. Delicious. Delicious. No, not to eat, stupid, but to um, show at the zoo. Are we going to look in the crates then? Is that the next step? Yeah, I I'm up for searching the kitchen, like opening up the cabinets. And yeah, cabinets. This Um, yeah, so give me a perception check from Mick, um, Fitz, and Theraval as you're, you're searching this room. Fitz is distracted by the big pot and the fire, and actually, uh, he rolled a three on his perception. So he's like, this little bit of meat might be good. I don't think it's fresh anymore. Um, it's got maggots in it. It is nasty looking. Well, um, 17 from Mick. 
Yeah, and a 13 for, for Sarah Vall. Um, you're fairly certain after looking through this um, and being disgusted by the foodstuffs that are in here, that this was the Kobold's kitchen, that they were doing a poor job of anything resembling um, passing the health codes, and there are no other valuable items in here. Um, you do notice, Mick, um, that the, the kobold view that you have knocked out, um, this is probably like five rounds or so later, um, is beginning to stir a little bit. So, I mean, you knocked him out, but he's like beginning to be, come back to consciousness. Um, he's not tied up or anything, but he's, you know, another three, four rounds, he'll be back to consciousness. Should we get uh, Crenshaw Jones? But I believe it's still upstairs. And it's also great at questioning people. I personally still would like to loot the other room with all the dead kobolds in it. Oh yeah. Okay. So do let's go up to Crenshaw because he was still in conversation with one goblin. Mm -hmm. And then we will come back and you all can question this kobold over here. I assume you'll be back in the throne room. And I will report treasure gained from the hay room um, and the, the kobolds that are, that are slain there. Actually, maybe we should just do that right now. Um, yeah, let's do the sleeping quarter search that Theraval is doing, and then we'll go up to Crenshaw. Um, yeah, so straw mats, blankets everywhere, covering most of the floor, two dozen sleeping spaces, um, pile of a dozen or more mats haphazardly discarded in one of the corners. In the other back corner, there are piles of wooden junk broken and shoved together as though any means of getting it out of the way was simply too much work. Um, and... That's about it. Each of the kobolds has, well, let me just give you the total. Um, so the kobolds have a total of 16 silver pieces there of all. So not, not a ton, but a little bit of treasure off of the kobolds. That's going into the do donation pile at some point. Right. Donations <laughs> for whom? No, the orphans from that. And, and travelers that went to Woodwall yeah, from Lakeport. That might have been a scam. <laughs> uh, Very much. While, while they are looking um, around uh, the sleeping quarters, I take another look through this throne room. Is this the room where we found the papers earlier? Um, yes, and they were found over like in this direction around where the throne, well, the throne, the old chair was set on top of a couple of crates. Right. And uh, as I look around the room, it seems like there's not much else of uh, value here. Correct. Okay. Yeah, I, um, I recommend that we get the whole party uh, together um, and do some uh, cross-examining of uh, captives before we start going through some more doorways. 
excellent. Let's move over to, to Crenshaw. So you're a few minutes behind the rest of the party at this time. And you have the goblin crying goblin tears um, after you threw his friend off the, off the breezeway into the water. And so Crenshaw, the last thing he asked him was, I totally forgot the last thing he asked him, but that's okay. Um, so he he asked he just asked if he was going to cooperate. Yeah, in in, in common and then in dwarvish, mm -hmm. and the responses were, mm, 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 and you noticed no difference between his response to you in common or in dwarvish. I'm going to stick to dwarven for a second, and um, I'm going to ask. How many of you are there? And I'm going to make an insight check. Well, that's good. Nice. Um, to go with that. Yeah. Um, there is certainly, with a 20 on insight, um, he certainly seems to, like, he doesn't answer you. Mm -hmm. But you can almost see his little lips like getting ready to answer you when you say, how many of you are there? Okay. At that point, I'm going to cast Detect Thoughts. Okay. And then I'm just going to concentrate on it for the duration of the spell unless I need my bonus action for something. Shit, man. Shit, man. I don't, I don't know. Uh, there used to be a lot of us, not, not so many anymore. And then my next question, obviously sticking to Dwarven, um, who is your leader? And I can just get the picture when it comes up in his head. Um, yeah, so the picture is very much like this gentleman that died at the top of the stairs. Um, he sort of got red eyes, a, a long dangly earring off on his right ear. Um, the name is something like flea bait or bit, you know, but you don't quite get the word. It doesn't really mm -hmm. exist in Dwarvish. And... If your leader is dead, that makes you the leader. I thought is, I don't know about that. And Fred was, Fred was the leader. <laughs> um, you to Fred. Where's Fred? He wasn't scared. Where's Fred? Where's Fred? Uh huh. I'm gonna pick him up from behind. That tickles. Dude, that tickles. And 
not, I can't take him to the library. I need him to think he's the last goblin alive. Um, I'm going to drag him this way. Through the, through the breezeway? Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that certainly convinces him that he's the last goblin alive since there are three corpses. That was the idea. And how many kobolds are there? Ooh, how many little dog dragons are there? What do you mean? Oh, oh, you're asking him. Yeah, I'm asking him. Stinking, stinking mutts. Gonna kill him. Don't know how many there were. Damn, I flea bit was gonna take care of him. Didn't. My friends killed them all after they killed Fleabit. There's confusion in his mind. What? And then I'm going to drag him back into the breeze. Yeah, to the breezeway to show him the sorcerer. Oh, Alta. Uh huh. Stinking kobold. Who's that? You're, so you're like holding him like this way, making him look out. Yep. That was their leader. No. Their leader had a big shield and a spear. Now we that have guy doesn't have anything. He's just dead. That's fair. Now we have a big shield and a spear. Where's the I dwarf? I don't I don't. He's just thinking this. He's like, hey, this guy's reading my mind. That's hey. Hey, can you read this? Uh, um, that's what he thinks. I mean, he can't make the motion, but... Sure. Huh, that's funny. Huh, I see why Fred likes this guy. <laughs> that is funny. He, he then says in Dwarfish out loud, mm-hmm. Dude, don't, don't throw me into the water like you did Fred. I heard that. You, would you get out of my head? I'll talk to you in this weird, like, dwarvish thing language. You understand it. You ask me about it. Let's just talk. Get out of my mind. Sure. I, I will not do that. Okay. <laughs> um, but I'm not oh, digging. He goes, oh, that feels much better. Can't, there is something going on in my head. And he's both thinking and saying the same thing. It's well, like, that would be a first. So is there anyone, drag him this way, what is through that door? We were just getting here. We hadn't, uh, oh yeah, we came up that way when there weren't any kobolds around. Uh, It's a place, that's where you eat. Well, where you used to eat, it was all like empty and there's another room behind there too. And then there's the stairs down that take you out. We had just come in. We were coming here to take care of them. Take care of who? The kobolds and their leader, Red Shield. They were doing something nasty with some gnome. We were going to get them. That's what Fleabit said. But you killed him. That's what Fleabit said. That's what Fleabit said. We're going to get the kobolds and their gnomish little dude. 
and then all the treasure. There ain't uh -huh. no treasure. There's only death here. Dwarvish death. I'd like to go. Can I go? No. Oh. I'm going to leave him in this room, and hey. I'm going to go down the stairs. Hey! Uh, all right, which, uh, going down these stairs over here? Um, or you want to go down through through this door? Hang on a second. Hey, don't go! Hey, don't go! Okay, that was a five. I'm going to go down this door. That was a wisdom check. I failed. Um, so I'm going to open this door and not go the safe way. I love it when players use dice in tournament action. And DJ, I have to say, you are rolling superbly tonight. Um, yeah, I got it, 20 when it, it matters. Yeah, it looks like an old dining. It looks like a dining room. Um, I mean, this place has been abandoned for 50 years. This dining room looks like occasionally the kobolds have been feasting in it. So there's some of their yucky stuff. There is this door off to the right and then a set of stairs that goes down. Okay. I don't know if you want to check the door. I definitely want to do a perception check of the door and then cast a spell, cast a an okay. image of the door and open the door. Yeah, give me a perception check. Because eventually that's going to be really cool. When that works, Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Um, 21. Okay. There perception. we go. Excellent. Yeah, you, um, the door looks good. It, you actually, this time, really mimic the door well. It's uh, covered and a bunch of fine china. Um, and it really has not surprisingly been disturbed much at all. Like this looks like a fairly nice set of, of fine china. There's like an urn, like, you know, a soup pot type of thing. And obviously kobolds aren't interested in fine china. All right. Well, then I'm gonna leave my, I'm gonna shut the door, but I'll leave my illusion there. Okay. Just in case someone opens it, because that would be funny. And then I'm going to go down the stairs and join up with everybody else. Okay. Awesome. And the party has, oh, um, when you come down the stairs, you get another discovery. Excellent. A dwarf with a sword. Better actually. Well, let me, let's let's be fun here. Let's let you see into this other room. All right. Now our descriptions. This is not the kitchen. This is well. Um. This is actually a storage area for um, much of the kobolds' wealth. Um, dry goods, foodstuffs, basic supplies that they've successfully taken from an unsuspecting town. Um, stores seem a bit sparse. Um, and that's there. And then that other room with the um, 
with the circular item in it or the square item in the circle in it is, um, well, the door is actually wide open. This is a lavatory. This door was old to begin with and has seen heavy use since. It hangs loose on its hinges with no obvious functional latch, lock, or handle. Though the cracks and gaps in the door, a terrible stench creeps towards your nostrils. I love a dungeon with a bathroom. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, here, I've got another paragraph. I don't know if you're going into the room, but I'm gonna read the other paragraph because it's fun. A nauseating wave of stench envelops you as you discover what could only be called the kobold's idea of a lavatory. The room is utterly barren. A few holes have been dug through the broken up floor tiles, though clearly not everyone has bothered to use them. Ironically, there is a fixed receptacle for refuge, but it has been thoroughly filled with burlap sacks and dirt and worse. Okay, and this is where things might get interesting because I still have detect thoughts running. And that lets me know the presence of any creatures within 30 feet of me, unless there's two feet of rock, two inches of metal or any lead between us. Yeah, so unless no, these walls are two feet thick. No. No critters within that space. Um, you're actually getting, oh, this is fun. Um, so behind the, um, the lavatory wall, like mm -hmm. over in this direction, um, a little bit away from that, you're getting a thought. It's cold, it's cold in the water, it's cold in the water. Damn it, I can't climb up out of this. Frick, I can't get out of this. Um, seems like it's Fred. All right. Well, that's really cold. I'm going to keep detecting thoughts and seeing if there's any. What I'm really curious about is if there's hidden rooms that someone has secreted themselves away in. And so I'm just going to take take my time and walk back to where everyone else is. And then we'll see. Okay, yeah, no, you, you make it back and you are all reconvened. The um, kobold has come back to consciousness and I understand you're looking for secret passages, but yeah, DJ Crenshaw doesn't pick up anything on the way back. I will reveal like this middle area because I think as you cross the breezeway, you could look out the windows and see, you know, like what's what's in the map. Were there any windows to the east, north, or west from the kitchen? The, oh, no. Um, there were no windows to the north, no windows to the east. There is a small window in this wall that looks out on this small area of water before it disappears fully. So like the, the keep is built into the side of this ridge and the water flows 
through it this direction and then goes under the mountain about there. So you're able to look out and see from this window, like this little, eh, I wouldn't say it's a pond, but you know, like a wide spot in the river um, right. there. And perhaps if you looked carefully, I'm not gonna bother to make you roll a perception check. There is a goblin hanging on here on like, halfway up in water, like clinging with one hand and his other hand bound by his back in the very cold water. Um, just so I remember, I think that we've opened all the doors and we've explored all of the keep as far as we know. I so I'm wondering know what I found upstairs briefly. Okay. Yeah, and to confirm Fence's sense, like being in, if you looked at the map of the first floor and the map of the second floor, they correspond with each other. So while this thing is built back into a ridge, all the rooms that you've discovered, like on the first and the second floor, like map to each other. It's not like there's an area that you've been on the first floor and you're like, oh, there should be a room, you know, right. directly above this. Let's interrogate this. Kabold. Yeah, I think that's kind of our only option to figure out where to go next, right? Is the kabold free to move or is the kabold tied up? Tied up. Uh, yeah, we tied him up. Oh, we tied him up. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't actually think you did tie him up. Well, I, I thought Theravold tied oh, him up. I brought rope and I tied him up. Yeah, Theravold tied him. Okay, got it. Uh, how about, well, okay, now have we heard everything from Crenshaw because that's the first thing we want to know. Crenshaw, what did you find out? What did you learn? Yeah, so let's just catch up. I, I mean, I assume Crenshaw, you say pretty much all the details that everybody just heard. So you all are all on the same page. There's three goblins upstairs in different rooms that you could interrogate. There's one that's stuck somewhere in the, the little pond before it, the river goes under, or the stream goes into the ridge itself. And then there's this kobold that you have in front of you. So someone sent the goblins to clear out the kobolds. The only one who knew who was the leader. Oh, yeah. So we need to find Fleabag or Fleabit. Oh, we found him. Killed and him. he found, yeah, we dispatched that guy okay. uh, two weeks ago. I don't know that we ever searched him because we had to like go right onto the kobolds. And so right. we should search him. Hopefully there's a clue on him because I don't have speak with dead. Right. I don't know. That and would seem to be a, a talent that Crenshaw has. Maybe I, the friendly dead. I need to pick that up. Definitely. <laughs> um, yeah. Darkness and visibility. They're all, they're all coming. Um, so we have a cobalt to question. Mm -hmm. Is your detect thoughts spell still uh, extant? Detect thoughts runs for uh, up to a minute, so 10 rounds. Oh, uh, and really quickly, DJ, what, um, what level is it? Is it a cantrip or? Detect thoughts is a second level spell. Okay. And so you've used 
Yeah, because mostly you've been using cantrips. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah, so you're probably detect thoughts is probably done at this point in time. By the time you've re reconvened with the party, because you used it for a while on a couple of goblins. That's okay. Um, I, I think that uh, that both Crenshaw and Mick could maybe uh, try an intimidation check to get some information out of this guy because they both have high charisma scores. And we yeah. can see which one of them, you know, we could one could be good cop, one could be bad cop, and we could see who rolls better, and maybe that'll work. I think that's a good idea. I actually might try persuasion just because I've got a little more uh, rank there. I think I know how to get this guy. Let me. Okay, well, I got twenty four oh. on this. That's really good. I, it must I, be because of your draconic connection. That's that's with it. The kobold. So I want to say to the kobold. Uh, you stabbed me. I could have killed you. Don't make me regret not doing that. We need to yeah. know everything you know about the gnome and about this battle that we came upon. Yeah, that 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 hurt, but that was a mistake. Trying to trying to. Stabby, I'm sorry about that. Uh, dude, you're big. You're a dragon. Dude, I, dragons are awesome. I'll tell you about the gnome. That little, that little, he went through the, through the, through the walls. We were gonna, he was trading with, he was trading with, with with Thorin. Thorin was Thorin was gonna take us and then that little gnome, he just disappeared. And then there were goblins and then you and well now we're here. Don't kill me or hit me with your head again, Mr. Dragonborn, sir. Hmm. So Thorin has been here. Thorin the wall where? Thorin yeah, was my leader with a shield that she's now got. Oh, that's Thorin. Sorry. The magic spear that he's got. The spear of dread. Been tell, us, tell us more about the spear of dread. What does it do? I dread it. I dread it. There are spells that come out of it. Out of the tip. They hurt you if you don't do what the person says is bad. It's bad magic spear. I can't believe you can hold it. We were told if we touched it, it would burn us. And the shield is so powerful, blocks everything. No one can burn it. It's incredible. So it's magic too? Oh, powerful magic. Try it with fire. It's a red dragon skin. Cool. Can we try this out right like right now? Can we grab one of those torches off the Well, we could, we could probably see that if 
if it's made of uh, dragon hide, and if it's red, then that would lead us to conclude that it's red dragon hide. And we already know that red dragons are um, uh, immune to fire. And somebody already asked this, I think, but I just want to make sure, can we, I want him to tell us which, where did the gnome go through the wall? I think we need to investigate that area. Okay, so where did, here. show me so, where the gnome went. Yeah, so first of all, Theraval, I, I heard you grabbed a torch down, and while Fence was talking about Claren's shield, you actually stuck the, the torch like up against the shield. Um, yeah, so Claren, normally if one of your weapons was being burnt or something, I would say roll two 20-sided dice, or roll a 20-sided dice as a saving throw. In this case, I would say roll two 20-sided dice and take the highest. Okay. I roll my eyes at Theraval in the process, deeply irritated by this impromptu test. Or we're just trying to get some information. I'm using actual dice because okay. because actual because fun. actual dice are fun. They're fun. All right, my two twenties here. Ooh, do I modify any of these with any of my modifiers? Oh, add a plus one. All right. Uh, yikes. Well, combined, that is a... Um, no, no, don't combine them. Take the highest. Okay, the highest is a 10. A 10 plus one? For, uh, nine plus one. It's a 10 total. Okay, a, a 10 total. Um, yeah, it... Um, you know, it, your sense is, like, there's advantage in terms of burning damage. So this wouldn't... Except you're like, Claire, what... Theraval, what are you doing? And you sort of like move the shield this way and like the, the torch comes inside and maybe it singes a little bit of one of the, the straps um, behind. You're like, damn, why are you burning it? Um, but the shield has advantage on, um, on attacks with fire. There we go. So it, it's a plus one shield, but then if you're attacked with fire, uh, the saving throw or would be a or a creature attacking you with a flaming arrow would have disadvantage. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. Oh man, that strap's never going to be the same though. Thanks a lot, Theraval. <laughs> um, meanwhile, the the second thing um, is that the um, kobold indicates this northeast corner where his comrades were like scratching against the wall. Remember they were stabbing like daggers and spikes and that. Can you do that again? Of the wall. Can you pick it again on the map, sorry. Oh, okay. I see it. Over here. Remember when you all came down and it was like the, sort of the big chase moment, there were these three kobolds over here before they turned to fight Theraval, and they all had they had spikes or daggers, and they were like pounding on the wall. Um, that's where this kobold indicates um, Ged disappeared into the wall. Ah! Uh -huh. As soon as he gestures that way, Crenshaw, since Crenshaw isn't actually interrogating, just walks straight over there and starts investigating. Okay. Um, yeah, give me an investigation check. Yeah, all right, Crenshaw. The Maybe I. God, <laughs> I'm going to walk over there and I'm going to try to do some perceiving. There's, 
there isn't even a wall here. I don't know what he was talking about. You're, you're looking That's... at the steps and the debris under the steps to the south, Crenshaw. You're like, oh, there's nothing. I don't know what he's talking about. So I've got a 19 plus six. That's a 25. Um, yeah. So 25, two things that you perceive. One, in the pile of books that are under sort of the round steps, you actually see like, I don't, for whatever reason, there's this little leather bound like journal that catches your eye. Um, and I, do you want to go pick that up or do you want to also direct your gaze to the, the Northeast corner? Um, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to pick up the journal, but not open it yet because I want to use my 25 to look at this uh, corner and, and see what I could see there. Um, yeah, the, the worked and constructed stone of the keep slides, well, yeah, slides up and away into the ceiling, reviewing hewn rock walls behind a secret door. A 10-foot square tunnel descends into the mountain, a few silver and copper coins strewn about its floor. Now we're on the right track, people. Here we go. Nice job. All right. Uh, who is who is best qualified? Like, um, I'm certainly highly literate, but I'm wondering uh, what what should we do with this book? Who should I hand it to to investigate it? Does does the book actually come up, Carl, or was the book just a to activate the secret door? Oh no! Oh no! No no! Well, um, so Fence is sitting there holding this book. Is like, who should investigate it? Crenshaw, you're right next to him. Yeah. Um, I do you want to take the book and look at it? Sure. Um, do you want to? <laughs> no, I hand it to not, not really. Um, I hand it to Crenshaw. Here, smart guy, check this out. Uh, oh man, there's some yeah, uh, it's, it's an old looking journal, it's incomplete. Um, the book seems to have been ruined by water and other stains. That's Crenshaw's impression of it. Um, Fence, you might feel like maybe you want to take the book back and give it to someone yeah. to look at it a little more carefully. Yeah. Like Crenshaw doesn't seem to be he, with it tonight with, with things, you know? He might feel guilty for throwing Fred the Goblin over the edge. He no. might... He was, trying to, he was trying to intimidate before, and it didn't work. He's a little shaken. I mean, sometimes it's just hard days, you know? It's just how it is. I, I, need to, um, I need to turn the internet on and off again. Um, yeah. The whole thing. So, um, but wait, uh, don't we have uh, um, Theraval with a, a pretty strong intelligence score? Maybe I can give it to him and see what he sees. Yeah, um, Theraval should look at this too. Yeah, Theraval, take take a look. And you all are getting ready to go in. I also saw um, Andy Fence's comment about healing before you continue, and that might be worth attending to. Yeah. Healing and yeah. searching the Goblin Leader. We don't want to. We don't want to not search the Goblin Leader. But but I also want to pay back some karma. Um, so can we like haul this kobold over to the throne, and like put a box on his head and anoint him new king of the kobolds since we killed their other leader 
and just, just let know last. I'm the king. I don't have the magic spear or the shield, but I am now the king. Yeah, and you can decide what you want to do with your people. Rule them. Hurt them with the spear. Oh, I don't have the spear. <laughs> Rule them. Yeah, we're going to sit them on that little throne. Okay, yeah. Well, you, get, you get to be creative yeah. now. Think about yeah. it as your new goal. Yeah. Creativity. All right. All Keep right. the place safe while we're gone. Bye. <laughs> Got it. Hey, I'm, I'm, Mick, you're the only one who can understand yeah. this. Hey, I'm tied up. That's not going to help. How can I keep it safe? Dude, dude. All right. You, uh, so I, I, I have a, one more lucky point for the day if we're going to rest. So I can examine the book if we want. I don't know if you're going to need the lucky point. I mean, did you do an investigation check? Did I? I think yes. Okay. You're gonna want to look at it. Okay. All right. Let's. That's a dirty oh. twenty. All right. <laughs> Though the contents of this old-fashioned journal are incomplete, whole sections of the book seem to have been ruined by water and other stains. Theraval is able to piece together a fair bit of its story. There was an old mage, apparently knowledgeable in arcane pursuits, who was working on something here in this keep. It seems he wanted to amass a fortune and spent a good deal of time working on creating some sort of construct to find and collect treasure of all kinds, storing them in a cave somewhere nearby. The journal contains fragmented research notes, seeming to show progress in producing this creature. However, some of the later pages of the journal take a darker tone, bemoaning some unforeseen behavior in the creation. You deduce that someone must have died and the wizard began looking for a way to destroy his creation as his apprentices fled. There are no entries describing success in this task and the journal stops suddenly after one entry discussing disenchanting it. I, I tell everyone it's uh, Shelley's Frankenstein. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, can, I, can I take a look at those uh, plans or the, the, the four pages that I have just to see if these are related at all? Um, yeah, so the, the handwriting, definitely the same between this journal and the plans. And, and do we know what the plans are? other than just a technical structure of. Yeah, so it's this oblong shape that's like got all these crystalline marks around it. And it looks like some sort of construct. What's strange is that in some places it looks like, like a homunculus, like a human type form thing. In other places, it looks like it's just some sort of abstract crystalline, structure like there was a couple of different things that are being overlaid mm -hmm. in the plan something that's like pure magical and then physical matter as well well i guess we know what we might see if we go through this tunnel right and um, from the, i was just going to say from the the journal if it was used to collect um treasure and we saw that there were what silver and copper pieces strewn on the at the entrance of the cave that uh, we might be able to put two and two together and figure out uh, 
that this is this might be the creature that we're about to encounter. I do recommend that we search the goblin chief and that we uh, heal up. It might be a good time also to take a, a short rest. Um, Gift before you, so you're about to do that. Fence makes that suggestion. I need everybody to make a perception check. I'll roll for our buddy Fitz. I rolled a 14 plus six is a 20. I rolled an eight. Um, okay, so Fence, you you say, let's go, let's go um, check the body of the goblin leader and let's why don't we rest and like as soon as you suggest rest you hear a noise from up this direction like in the cave and it's maybe it's a faint scream and then it's like this crunch metal scraping on metal or stone and fence is the only one who notices it everybody else with your roles you're not able to perceive it. Where, where so did I pop into the map again, Carl, for at least for fences <laughs> perception? Oh, so to, through the dark. Oh, time, I see. Yeah, okay. like up that direction. Got it. Okay. And it's just sort of faintly echoing. Everyone, my elfin ears have detected uh, some movement in the tunnel, uh, perhaps a distant screen excuse me, scream, I recommend that we be on alert. Is this, are we able to figure out, can we open and close this door as we see fit now that we've discovered it? Yes, you're, the way that you discover to open it, um, there's like a, an almost sort of a knob in the upper right-hand corner that you sort of pull down and fence you've seen it you can show it to everybody so you could open and close the secret door okay great i show everyone the knob and then i say hey let's close this for right now so that we can uh uh take a, a break from all the drama of adventuring to um uh to heal up to see how we're feeling and then also to uh search the goblins upstairs Sounds good. That's a good if plan. There, How long of a rest do you want to take? If there was a scream down the tunnel, I'm not sure we should leave it. I feel like we should go and explore that without waiting. Who's, who's uh, let, let, can we do a quick hip weight check? How's everybody doing? Yeah. Um, I'm down to some health. I have 21 hit points out of 27, so I could probably keep moving if need be, but I would maybe choose to cast, um, healing word or cure wounds on myself. Um, yeah, and in the meantime, mix in bad shape, I'm right? In bad, I'm in bad shape. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm down to single digits. Oh, yikes. Um, then may I should heal you instead. Um, if, if we're going to move and not rest. 
Yeah, if we're going to move and not rest, and I also have uh, healing words too, so I could do that. Okay. But then I'm, but then I'm, I'm down to one spell slot, I think. Like, no, 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 I'm not. I, and I, oh, by the way, I in the chat I just dropped the the Google sheet, which I think has the accurate hit points and spells uh, that have been used. So if you all want to look not you. only at your oh. own, but also what other folks have that would give you a sense of everybody's condition. And I think that's right. Yes, that seems right. And you'll notice I've got Roman numerals in terms of how many spell slots and things have been used. If I'm off with any of those and you've used more, just let me know. My, my vote is a shorter long rest. I, I mean, in terms of like the, the tone of the scream was it like a pain scream or was it like a scared scream or was it like a surprise scream because that might change our behavior right it might surprise also have screams. been a scream of like fury and ongoing anger um no so not not a fury and ongoing anger certainly more of one of those first emotions that Janae was describing. Although even with a 20, it was really far away and it's hard to pin down like which one of those it would have been. Okay. Because I hear Crenshaw's concern about, you know, someone in distress um, that as adventurers we may want to uh, respond to, but um, generic screen gives us lots of information about how urgent this is. But could it have been Ged screaming? Fence, when Mick asked that question, you feel fairly certain the answer is, yeah. Uh, do we, do we yeah. know what kind of creature it was? Like in the sense of like, did it sound like a goblin or a kobold scream or a gnome? We just heard that it was Ged screaming. Okay. Yeah, definitely gnome. And, and, you know, you may not be, oh, we just lost Andy. Um, Fence may not be 100% sure it's Ged, but 100% sure it was a gnome. And yeah. We, we got to go. I think I'm the only person who's down to single digits. I'll, I'll cast a healing word it, unless somebody else wants to throw it my way. Okay, so you're going to do healing word. So we're not taking a rest after all, knowing that this is Ged now, we're kind of determined to go forward. Well, yeah, I, I jumped into that. I'm sorry. Let's let's discuss that. Do we want to run forward? I'm saying as the weakest member of the party, I'm, I'm willing to heal up and try to figure out if this is Ged. I mean, if this is a boss, when we blow our spells and don't recover them, like, aren't we in a bad spot? I've been saving mine. I deliberately have not used, I've been using cantrips. So I've used like one of each of my yeah, higher levels. You all levels are now. not, I mean, you, I, you're not bad in terms of, I mean, Theraval, you've used two of four. Uh, Claren has three of three left. Um, Crenshaw's only used one each, so has three first and three second. And Mick, I think you're full on spell slots. I, yeah, I think I used Dissonant Whispers that one time for a... Uh, first level enchantment but i'd still i still got three and three okay 
I'm pretty confident. Yeah, my, my spells aren't necessarily combat oriented, so um, I'll probably just, if I'm in a fight, I'm gonna fight. Um, but but even hit points wise, right? I can so. heal myself too. So, if, you know, Mick casts a healing spell on himself. I can also cast a healing spell on myself and we'll both be, I may use up one of my spell slots, but that's probably worth it because most of my spells are kind of defensive anyway. Mm -hmm rather than offensive. Um, I guess the, the, the risk we run is losing Ged, right? If we're fairly confident it's Ged, we don't want to maybe lose sight of him knowing he's our he's our quarry. He's the whole reason we're here. No, we're, we're here for our stuff that he took. I don't care and, about that. And we yeah. can't get our stuff if Ged's dead. If Ged hid our stuff and Ged is dead, I can't pull the answers from Ged's head. Hey, I was waiting for someone to do like a little liver. <laughs> and if Gen is dead, we are filled with dread, for there is no clear path for us ahead. It. <laughs> all right, that's that's what I've got for tonight. Ba, ba, da, ba, ba. I should have been a bard, right? These are all my good rhymes. Um, okay, I mean, I, I I know that you know we maybe Andy's back. I can hear you all now. I just can't see myself. It's okay. Yeah, you're 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 a pure black box, um, but that is just fine. Andy, while you were gone, we were just discussing whether to, to go ahead instead of resting yeah. and save. Good. I don't know that I just, save is the word we were looking for, but right. definitely we want to be the ones who kill him. If it comes uh, to that, right. I just don't want us to go down there at um, lowest possible strength. So uh, Mick has been healed. Uh, Mick has not been healed yet. He's going to cast uh, something if that'll get us down there. Um, and actually, I do have a question. What is my uh, my spell casting ability modifier? That's your charisma. That's my charisma. That's right. Okay. All right. So I'm going to run this thing, uh, which means dice roller two. For each slot level above first. Okay. That just means if you uh, cast it as a higher level spell. If I cast it as a higher level spell, I get an extra uh, 2d4. I got it. And, and then plus on my charisma, which would be three. One, yeah, it's 1d4 for each level above. So if you use healing word at first level, you get 1d4 plus your spell casting modifier. If you right. cast it with the second level, you get 2d4 plus your spell casting modifier. Okay, so I'm up to 14. Not great, but... I can cast another spell on you, I, I guess I'm just wondering, if we're all down some hit points, why don't we just rest? We're worried <laughs> about losing good. Mick, was that you used it as a second level spell? I did, correct. Okay. Are you not worried we're going to lose him? No, I don't care about Ged. But we need to get him to get the stuff. Like the whole point of this is to like hunt him down. You're assuming yeah. that he didn't bury the stuff somewhere. Yeah. I am not I assuming see. that. <laughs> I guess suppose that's when, when do you get speak with dead? <laughs> would you like to roll another perception check? Yes. One moment. Uh, 
I rolled a 13 uh, plus six is a 19. Yeah, you're, you know that the noises are still coming as you all have been talking and the scream has changed from surprise to ouchie, 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 like pain. Can and there's definitely metal scraping on stone noises. And this is only the sharp elven ears of fence that's picking this up. I tell everyone that I hear uh, Ged screaming and he's screaming in pain now, like he's being attacked. Sounds like music to my ears. If somebody kills Ged, we can't torture him. Yeah, I, I'm I feeling better... okay. If, if nobody, if you all want to stay in heal, that's totally fine. Maybe you can cast invisibility on me and I'll go. But I Yeah, I, I can't let someone, I can't let someone else kill Ged. All right. Why don't we uh, go down there in the state that we're um, we're in now? I've got um, I've got three key points left. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nick, I can cast um, I have both healing word and cure wounds. So I could give you another heal spell before we go if you want more help to feel more. I mean, oh. I wouldn't say no. I don't want to use up one of your major slots and I don't know how many you've still got here. I'd recommend Cure Wounds because yeah. uh, Healing Word you can do at a, at a distance and we may need that later on if one of us okay, goes cool. down. Let's right. do it and charge. Okay, yeah, let me just, I'll cast Cure Wounds on you, Rick. All right, yep, I succeed. And then a D8 for humans, I believe. Plus your wisdom. Plus my wisdom. So that is. Ba, 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 ba. That's seven. Hit cool. Mark. Okay, yeah, so that brings you up 21. 21. I'm almost back to normal. Thank you. Yeah. Excellent. And I'll just roll my 21 hit points. I think I'll be okay. I can always cast healing word on myself <laughs> when we get down there if need be as well. So. Right. I wonder if we should have Claren with uh, her shield go first. I'd be happy to go second. I've got a high armor class, and we can go see what we find. But before we do, can we loot the goblin leader that we've been talking about looting for a, while, a little he's while? Not he's not going anywhere, Theravall. But they could have valuable things. Like, what if they have a blue dragon shield? Do you want to go upstairs and Chuckle loot dust. them while know. we go down? Go for it. Okay. Um, yeah, Theraval, you could certainly run upstairs, um, loot the goblin leader, and then catch up with the party and be at the, the rear of the party. Um, do you all want to line up, like going down these steps? So the first person in marching order, if you'll put yourself on that square that's furthest down that way, and then we'll, sure. we we'll go see what's happening to Ged. I think I'm doing that right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. fence, second, Mick there. Crenshaw, are you going in the middle? I'll move the, the dead kobolds out of the way here. I think a few in the middle are actually frozen by Fitz. Oh yeah, that was Fitz's really 
pretty brutal technique for killing them. There you go. Uh, Crenshaw, you're going behind Mick. Um, Theraval, um, all that you get off the goblin leader is 24 gold pieces. Man, these goblins are so poor compared to the kobolds. The kobolds were in the in the keep for a while. The goblins were coming to do them dirty. All right, excellent. Let's march down there and see what we discover. Sounds good. I guess I'm wondering, it's 9.30. Do we want to start marching now or do we want to use this as our pause point for? This is, this is our pause point. I am going to do a little bit of a reveal on the map and read you a little bit of info. Okay. Um, and then we'll pick it up next time, but this will... show you some interesting things. Uh, and I have one question for all of us before we disperse. Wow, look at all that. Oh, real dungeon crawl we're doing here. And some other nifty things. And I have a little bit to read. Um, let's see, stepping out of the human passageway, you enter into a seemingly natural cavern. The far end of the room narrows to a hallway about seven feet wide, which extends several feet beyond a turning corner deeper into the mountain. Um, and as you're going down this hallway, if you look carefully on the map, you can see both bits of blood um, but also bits of coin that have been dropped. So remember when you came into the room, there was like a few silver and copper pieces like right here in the description when, and when Fence opened the door. That continues down the hallway and where you are now all behind Claren, the hallway actually splits and I'll show just a little bit more with one passage heading to the east and another passage heading to the south. And so, oh, Claire and I was moving you and oh. everybody else over. Sorry. That's okay. Oh, but that's a mistake. <laughs> no, I don't want to be there. Um, yeah, so this is where we'll start next time. But um, Andy, oh. you had a question. Yeah, um, you said in the note that you helpfully sent us earlier today, Carl, that uh, we were very close to advancing to fifth level. And I'm just curious to know if we've made enough uh, trouble today to uh, push us over that edge. And if, uh, if that's how we might start uh, next time. Um, no, I think you all were a bit over, um, four over 5,000, but you need to get to six. The boss battle should tip you over, but the, there was some good investigation today, but I don't think there's enough where you're gonna go up to fifth until until you fight the, 
the next creature. It is a boss okay. battle. That's well, good yeah, to know. So, Thanks. So, so I blew blew it here, but you know, it's the creepy noise from down the hallway, and however you solve obvious. this. This is an obvious boss. Come on, yeah. There's no, there's no other ice on the map. It's all revealed except this little corner here. So <sighs> out of map. Yep, you're out of map. Um, there is something coming next week. And if you're successful, fifth level will be easily within your grasp. Um, if you're not successful, I don't know. Maybe there are resurrection spells somewhere. Right. Oh, that's we'll not at all. Dragging out the, the, the survivors will be dragging out the non-survivors. Yeah. All right. In, in, in two weeks, um, I suspect you will be advancing um, after you figure out whatever is happening to get. Okay. Awesome. This Excellent. Really we'll pick cool. it up there. Everyone. Thanks for putting this all yeah. together for us, Carl. Oh, yeah. No, Good no, to see you all. Well awesome. done, folks. All right. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye bye.